Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? <laughs> Thank you for joining us this morning. That's right. It's Wednesday hump day. Good morning to you guys. What's happening? This is exciting. Hey, all right. When I get in every day now, I got to clean my little workspace. I got to Clorox everything down. Just never know. It's, fu- it's funny. I was in CVS last night, you know, and they don't have no more hand sanitizer and all of that good stuff. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, does hand sanitizer cure, uh, um, I'm about to say Ebola. What's this one we get on? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. I don't Does think it? it cures it. I think it just is a way for you to uh, sanitize your hands. I think it's a way to make you feel better. But does it kill it? Does it if kills you it, have right? it, you're not cured. It kills Ebola? It kills hey, Ebola. Shut up, Steve. We ain't talking about Ebola. We're talking about Zika. What's this no, thing coronavirus, called? Coronavirus, There you man. go. Coronavirus. So I can't. Wait, does it kill coronavirus? So if you have it in your hands, does no, it kill it? No, it sanitizes your hands so that you don't put your hands in your face or whatever and transport that. By the way, which is also strange, when people tell you not to put your hand in your face, it's like, when are you ever conscious of putting your hand in your face? You put your hand in your face all the time. You, you take stuff out of your eyes. I'm not gonna lie. You rub around your nose. You rub your chin. Like, that happens all the time. Now I'm conscious of it. I know. Yeah, and the way it works, my nose was itching and I would not scratch it. I was like, I got, I can't oh, scratch it. Please. So I get here and then when I clean my hands and I scratch my nose, man. Let's get a little crazy. But if it doesn't kill coronavirus, why are we cleaning our hands so crazy? It can kill some people. Some people, Somebody, the first person just died in Jersey. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, the hand sanitizer. If the hand sanitizer it can't kill... It kills the germs so that you don't put the germs in your nose and in your eyes so it doesn't get inside. It's you not like you get it on your hands and you get it. You have to put it in through one of your orifices. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, all right. Well, I still like like I said yesterday. It's 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 weird that all these these things are canceling, but you still got the subway that has millions Man. and millions of people. So well, you the still subways have, are really really empty right now. And you still have the airport that has millions and millions of people. A flying. lot of the flights are really empty right now too. Yeah, but people are still flying. There's still millions of people flying every day. Still millions of people taking the subway every day. Definitely not as crowded as it normally is. A lot of people are working from home, if not they going can. anywhere. Right. If they can, but that does mean there's a lot less people. Right, and I, and I didn't understand, I'm sure you're going to talk about in front page news, how they quarantine a certain area, a contaminated area, but they're still letting people come in and out. Like, that doesn't make sense. What what sense does that make? I, the whole thing, I, I, I think it? this is one of those situations where I guess you just better be better to be safe. Than sorry. Than sorry. Yeah, if you decide to go into you know, a quarantine area, know, that's man. would you do that? I no. think everything, okay. <laughs> everything is a quarantine area. We don't know who got it. Like, you don't know. Any any place you walk into, you may think in your mind it's safe, but it might be three or four people in there that's infected and don't know. But there's a large case uh, in New Rochelle, New York, of people. I think uh, uh, over 100 people. But I think that if there's that many people in that area, wouldn't they just shut the area off and not let anybody leave that area? Man, and for, for 14 know, days? W- w- but they have w- shut down a lot of the schools so that people aren't going to school. They're telling people to work or not come to work. There's a lot of things happening, but we're not really equipped or prepared. Like, look, Italy is all shut down. Listen, man. Like, you can't go there. You can't leave there. Wash your hands. Use your hand sanitizer. Stop, drop, and roll. Pray. If you don't have to go somewhere, okay. don't go there. Don't go where, though? Are we supposed to stay home for the next day? you don't have to go. We're supposed to stay home for, for, for how Pretend long? Pretend there's a snowstorm. I can't go to the movies? <laughs> First of all, they're talking from a real place of privilege when you talk like that. What? When you say things like, just stay home. You can't just stay home. Some people just can't stay home. Staying home for some people. Imagine being quarantined for 14 days and you live check to check. But what I'm, saying is, what I'm saying is, other than that, right, recreationally, if you don't have to leave the house, don't. If you want to go to the movies, maybe you should be like, okay, it's probably not the best time to go to the I'm movies. I'm going to wait two weeks. That's on you. Now, if you decide to go, just know that you are potentially putting yourself at a risk. I can't go to the mall. I can't go to the supermarket. I can't, like, nah. I think, I think, I think you need to Netflix and chill rather than go to the movies and end up ill. Okay? That's what you need to do. All right? Unless you don't have Netflix. 
Okay, you got Hulu. I'm sure you got some streaming service. Right. Now that's a place of privilege. Some people just don't have that. No, that's the problem. <laughs> they spend their money on stuff like that. <laughs> Every, those are the creature comforts. Those are the things you need to make yourself feel better. But I know that you can't just stay home. Do you know how many babies are probably being made right now? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired of talking you about the coronavirus. <laughs> Let's talk about it when one of us get it. <laughs> Then we'll deal with it. <laughs> then, we'll, then, then we'll deal with it. All right. Well, Kim Bella will be joining us this morning from Love and Hip Hop New York. Oh, that's right. Joel Santana's album came out last week. That's right. So we'll kick it with Kim Bella. And then we got front pages. What are we talking about? Coronavirus. And, oh, of course, God. Super Tuesday. I'm going to keep living. I ain't mess with y'all. What, people not supposed to go vote? First of all, you said, you, I mean, you got no choice. I know. That's what life is. Life got You got to keep it moving. The world going to keep turning regardless. Next right. year, it's going to be something else. Well, not, not next year. The next election year, it's going to be something else. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news is next at The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with Yee? Well, we've been talking about all of these things that have been canceled, events because of coronavirus. South by Southwest, we told you, has been canceled. Mm-hmm. But they're refusing to issue refunds after being canceled. So apparently there's a strict no refund policy. That's crazy. Any and all payments made to South by Southwest are not refundable for any reason. So, what if this falls under the natural disaster? Uh, it said no reason. It doesn't matter. Mm-mm. You know, no reason. It, it says acts of God, illness, travel-related problems, crazy. terrorism, yeah. loss of employment. No reason. Yeah, so that falls under the natural disaster thing. Like if it's a natural disaster and are an act of God, they don't have to issue you a refund. This is, I guess, this is an act of God. Well, they have no or refund. Natural disaster. I don't period. Know. It doesn't even matter. So people are not getting their money back. And they said a lot of a lot of those things were canceled because a lot of people flying from overseas to South by Southwest, even to the Ultra Fest in Miami. They said a lot of people fly in from overseas. So that's what their most concern was. Now, if they're gonna, they gonna cancel events, just make people stay home. Why haven't we been quarantined? Coachella and Stagecoach Music Festivals have been postponed. It's a very small percentage. Due to coronavirus concerns. So now Coachella will take place the weekends of October 9th to 11th and 16th to the 18th. And Stagecoach will take place October 23rd to the 25th. Well, I guess that's the point, though. You want to keep it at a very small percentage. I guess they just want to keep it from spreading. So they're trying to keep people from being together as much as possible. Talk shows are banning studio audiences because of coronavirus. So Good Morning America... Wendy Williams show, The View, live with Kelly and Ryan. All of them will be taping without studio audiences. Will of Fortune, The Tamron Hall Show, Jeopardy, all of those shows. Dr. Phil, they're already taping without audiences. What about the camera crews? What about the production crew? I guess it's, they <laughs> they're just, they're just trying to, to cut it. down. There's nine million people, people in do New stuff York. to make them feel better. Like, what about the you're, you're still around a whole bunch of people when you're shooting these TV shows? What about the host? You think Wendy don't got it? Now, The Bachelor, they want to continue taping after the final Rose show in front of a live studio audience, but they said fans first have to sign disclosures about coronavirus. So they said, we're asking all guests to confirm they have not traveled within the past three weeks to or through a location that has been deemed level three by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control. In Italy, they are suspending mortgage payments because of this outbreak. So if you owe a mortgage, small businesses and families, you're given time off also during the financial crisis before you have to repay. So they're asking people or ordering people to stay home and seek permission for essential travel. The coronavirus death toll in Italy has jumped to 463. It's the worst hit country after China. In New York, they have created a containment zone around New Rochelle. And New Rochelle has 173 corona. New, actually, New Rochelle has the most, the largest cluster, 108 out of the 173 coronavirus cases. It has double the number of cases as New York City. So that is a particular problem. So now there's a containment zone. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. I read something that said the average age of the hundreds of people who died in Italy are 82 years old. Any, is, is that yeah, a fact? It's older, yes. yes it's, okay. it's, it's older. All right, so that, that, that uh, reinforces the narrative that they said that it only kills older people. That's the angel of death people, to older yes, people. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, anybody who has some type of illness, not only, but it's a larger percentage. 98? It's a small percentage it's of like 98. people that can uh, still get killed, though. Yeah. And LeBron James, he had said previously that he would not play if there's no audience, if they're not in front of live fans. He changed well, now that fast, he has, didn't he? Yes, mm-hmm. he has changed his mind. Here's what he said. Well, it's funny because when I was asked a question of... Would you play without no fans? I had no idea that it was actually a conversation going on behind closed doors about the particular virus. Um, obviously, I would be very disappointed, at, you know, not having the fans because that's what I play for. I play for my family. I play for my fans. They're saying no one could actually come to the game if they decide to go to that point. So I'd be disappointed in that, you know. But at the same time, you gotta, 
you got to listen to, um, you know, the people that's keeping a track on what's going on. Yeah, you know what happened. That last game, LeBron saw too many people sneezing, too many people coughing, too many people with masks on, and he got shook. <laughs> he said, look, man, we got the playoffs coming up in a couple months. That makes sense, but they can still watch the game through TV. So, I mean, your fans are still watching, cheering yeah, for you. you still just, watching. You just won't feel the energy as much, but they still playing to win, so they don't care. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, DJ Envy? This is Mike from Rochester. Hey, Mike, get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to say that this coronavirus has been blown out of proportion. No one's talking about the flu. The flu has been, uh, has already killed thousands of people this year alone. What do we have, 22 deaths from the coronavirus? I've been reading about that. Influenza definitely kills more people. Also, everyone's going and buying hundreds of rolls of toilet tissue. Is that supposed to protect us or something? I thought about that last night, too. As I was buying some nice yeah. angel soft. I'm like, what? Did, I guess to blow your nose? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Well, either. fortunately, my dad is always giving me rolls and rolls and packages in bulk of toilet paper. I mean, even if you're quarantined in your house for two weeks, who's going to use 100 rolls of toilet tissue? <laughs> nah, you're right. You never know, because <laughs> that, that guy that was in Fort Lee, New Jersey, was talking about how bad diarrhea was when he had uh, <laughs> um, Ebola. What's the name? Damn, what's the thing called? Corona. The, that Rona. That Rona. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Hello, who's this? It's child support God. Child support God. What's Why do you want to be the child support God? I need you to be proud of something else in your life, sir. Listen, uh, why is the coronavirus more famous than the child support epidemic? Man? What? <laughs> you need to put on a mask for child support, man. Coronavirus ain't nothing. So you don't want to pay for your child? I don't think nobody should pay child support. I think women need to be responsible with their vaginas. You know, some women pay child support. <laughs> yeah, that's like 2%. I mean, I, I know they exist, but come on, man. We need to level the plan field, man. So what do you think should happen for men who don't take care of their kids? Well, I think that any man should take care of their kid realistically, but... Yeah, it sounds mean, realistic. You can still take care of your kid. You can be with your kid and still have to pay child support. Like, but like, I'm asking yeah. for people that, women who actually do that because the men aren't stepping up, what do you think should happen to them? I don't think men, women do that because men ain't stepping up. I think they do that because they don't want to do that dude with that new chick. So that's the only reason, not because the kid needs to pay for schooling, food, clothes, none of that, just because he has a new chick. That's the only reason women need money to take care of their kids. Because women be mad, man. I mean, like, come on, man. Don't, don't put nobody on child support, man. Take care of that baby. You had it. Okay, so he didn't have it. She had it. Right, I ain't have it. She ain't it. What you mean? Goodbye, man. This is the dumbest conversation. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Monique. Hey, Monique, get it off your chest. I just was calling to tell my little sister a happy birthday. She got killed in a car accident August the 11th. She's turned 23 today. Damn it. That's horrible. I'm sorry to hear that. Prayers up for yes, her. I just want to give a word to everybody. Make sure you, you wear your seatbelts, drive safe, mm. because... Accidents are real bad. Well, you called the right place, baby, because the Breakfast Club definitely is syndicated in heaven. All right? So she heard your shout out. All right, mama. Much love. All right, bye-bye. Have a good one. This is Jesus' favorite morning show. That is a fact. I believe that. Hello, who's this? What's going on? Ryan Michael Jr. Michael Jr., what's up? What's up, what's up brother? Get it off your chest, man. Hey, I think China found a way to uh, keep all these foreign countries away. <laughs> what is that? With the coronavirus. Oh, so okay. Everybody, everybody's trying to stay away from that, which I don't blame them. And it, it got effect to, to get to these other countries. I will say, though, the media does a very good job of making you care about what they want you to care about. Cause it's Absolutely. A, it's, it's a lot of things that they should be putting this kind of emphasis on, but they don't. I mean, heart disease, diabetes, HIV, AIDS. Like, it's a lot of it's a lot of things that we should have this kind of energy for all the time. Right. Eating healthier. There's a lot, a lot of things. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Faith Knapp from Hilliard, Ohio. Hey, Faith. Good morning. Get it off your chest. 
Well, I just celebrated six years yesterday at my job. Congratulations. What do you want? Wow, that's nice. I can't say on the radio, but oh, okay. in Dublin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, Do you love your job? Oh, yes, I do. I am a housekeeper. Okay. All right. So I go to residence doors and I say, housekeeping. <laughs> All right, good. We do they know you coming? Huh? Do they know you coming? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. I'm like, somebody pop up my door talking about housekeeping. I'm like, I'm calling the police. That sounds like a setup. Like, you're trying to line me up. <laughs> it's hard, but it's worth it. It's worth the money, though, too. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mama, and congratulations. Thank you so much. I don't want no thank random you. housekeeper popping up to my house during coronavirus season, okay? Unless you got some hand sanitizer and some goddamn Clorox wet wipes. Hello, who's this? This is Todd. Todd, what's up? Get it off your chest. I really want to get this off my chest, but I'll greet you. Charlemagne, Envy, Angie. All right. The Peace candidates. <laughs> yes. The candidates, uh, the presidential candidates have all received questions from me as an individual voter, a private citizen in this country, on whether they would give some strong consideration to a federally mandated um, curriculum okay. on civics in the taxpayer-funded neighborhood public schools in this country, grade 3 through 12. That's smart complete with group projects every year, partisan, partisan free and religious free. That's okay. smart. And I haven't received um, any of the responses back except for that they did receive the question. And I want to tell you the value of this. We need to get rid of the sensationalism in our elections, particularly the presidential elections. And the best way to do that is to start at third grade when kids are um, moving around a little bit more on their own early. Uh, to learn about the um, functions of the government on the municipal level, what is a councilman, why their public schools decide that it is where it is, why sidewalks it is wide, why curbs it is high, things such as that. What is a tax? The three taxes that affect the most, property tax, sales tax, and income tax. And then escalate as the years go on to understanding the functions of county government, state government, so that by the time they get to the ninth grade, they're heavily um, they're heavily and solid in their understanding of those things, and they can move on things such as what are federal bonds for, what are, what are municipal bonds for, and what's the importance of the federal government to the world at why, not just in this, not just in this country. Well, what's your name, King? My name's Todd. How old are you, brother? I'm a middle-aged man who has a very good understanding of the voting process. I, know, I just want to know how old, how old. That's as far as I'm telling you. Well, listen, I want to salute you, man. What I like about you is that you're politically aware, but you're also clearly politically engaged. You're sending letters to candidates because you have certain things you want for your vote. And this is how people should treat their vote. Absolutely. Simple as that. It's not a popularity you, contest. Ty. It's not about what party you're a part of. I have an interest. And I want to know who's going to best fulfill that interest. This is what the political process should be. This is what you, this is how you should treat your vote. Salute to that young man, Todd. Yeah, I don't think uh, the candidates will write him back, which they should. But <laughs> uh, I think I think it's dope. He knows what he wants, and, he, right. and he knows where he wants that's to put his vote. That's what it's about. Like that's all it's about. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and Harvey Weinstein is being sentenced today. We'll give you some details on what his lawyers are saying, what he's asking for, and what could potentially happen. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Harvey Weinstein, as we told you, is getting sentenced today, and he's mm -hmm. asking the judge for mercy. He wants a five-year prison sentence. He's facing a maximum of 29 years in prison. That's for a criminal sexual act in the first degree and rape in the third degree. Prosecutors are also asking to keep in mind that he's lost everything. He's divorced from his wife. He's lost his job. He's lost uh, everything over, alle <clears throat> over allegations that he claims are false. I wonder how the media will handle his sentencing. Like, if he gets sentenced, will it be a thing? You know what I mean? Because everything's been relatively quiet around Harvey. It depends. Harvey if it's a light sentence, I think it'll be a thing. I think people will be because mad Because social media will make it a thing. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, just the media in general. Well, the lawyer's also asking to give weight to his charitable contributions. Nope. No. Things that he's done for firefighters nope. and police officers. You had that same energy for Bill Cobb because Bill Cobb was a big philanthropist. All right, Harvey Weinstein also, they said, did try to get some help from Michael Bloomberg, Jeff Bezos, and 
Lloyd Blankfein, who was the CEO of Goldman Sachs, and others. He was trying to get them to write letters and say that the allegations, he's, he was telling them the allegations were false. He wanted letters backing him and saying that he wanted to just get some help, go away for a little while and be able to resurrect himself. So go to rehab, whatever it is that he needed to do go to counseling, go to a facility, and then be able to come back. His own brother, they revealed in some emails, said that they, he felt like he belonged in hell. He said, you deserve a Lifetime Achievement Award for the sheer savagery and immorality and inhumanness for the acts you have perpetrated. He called Harvey Weinstein delusional and says he's uh, surprised that people are angry. He said, what did you ever do wrong except bully and abuse people in your whole life? And now you say crap like everyone makes mistakes. You have hurt so many innocent women. Your family, mine, me, your former employee, disgraced the name Weinstein. The saddest part of all of this is that you will rationalize, minimize, and compartmentalize it all away. The best thing Harvey can do right now is say he got the coronavirus. They won't even bring him into the court. Police won't come near him. They're still sentencing him, though, right? Probably, He's getting sentenced today. Not yeah. if he said he got the coronavirus. They won't take him near that courthouse. All right. Now, he also had claimed back in 2017 that he had PTSD and was suicidal. They said he unsuccessfully tried to put together several plans to keep himself out of jail and to retain his empire. He had a draft that was dated December 21st, 2017, where he said three months ago, I could never say the following words nor even think them to myself. I'm an addict. I'm a sex addict. I'm an anger addict. To medicate, I comfort myself with bad food. My mind sees despair. My body has trauma. Vets tell me I have PTSD. Doctors tell me I'm lucky to be alive. Yeah, you can't say you're suicidal when you're facing all those rape charges because there's millions of women out there that's like, who cares? Kill yourself. Absolutely. That's just the truth to the matter. Now, and, like, I, and I feel that way if you rape them women. Absolutely. Come right. on now. I mean, at the time that his brother wrote the letter, he said there's 82 women that have come forward accusing you. All right. On a bright note, Jay Electronica is having an album listening session, and that's going to happen What's today? Wednesday? What's that, what's that Tomorrow. mean, What does that mean? The album's coming out. That means the album is coming out. What's well, coming out, you know, Thursday night, Friday. Okay, I won't believe it till I see it. Jay Electronica, the type to have an album listening party, and that's all you get. If you wasn't there, you missed it. Well, the listening session will be in L.A., New Orleans, and in New York, and that's all happening tomorrow. So the so, album comes out this Friday. Yeah, Thursday night. You know how albums come out, Thursday night. Thursday night, midnight. midnight? I pray so, bro. I pray that that album comes out Thursday night. Mm. I know he's getting irritated at people acting like it's not happening. Wait, don't get mad at us because you made us wait 10 years. Of course, done. Why would we believe now? I mean, I don't think he's ever put out all this information. And I'm excited about it. I think I'm going to get mad. All the paperwork's done. We know it was on the album. <laughs> the album's finished. I'm like going to get mad because he made, wait, made people wait 10 plus years and then we don't believe it until we see it. Yes, we want to see it. I mean, he it. has a date. He has the album done. He has. You know, artwork, everything, videos. Jail like album had reached detox status. Have you seen Detox yet? Remember that album that was supposed to come out by Dr. Dre? That never came out? No. <laughs> Damn it, man. <laughs> well, it is coming out. So there you have it. All right. And um, let's talk about Takashi 69. Speaking of coming out, he'll be out of jail August 2nd, by the way. That's the release date that they have for him. The reason he's getting out so early, they are saying, is because he is a model prisoner's. He's the perfect model prisoner. So his lawyers had asked for time served previously. He cut a deal with federal authorities and all of that. So once he's out, he'll have to serve $335,000 fine. Has he been out? Has he been locked up long enough to be a model prisoner? I guess what for the like amount of year? time that it was there, plus yeah, the deal that he year. cut. I can pretend for a year. He's a good pretender, though. So, yeah, he's probably in there mm -hmm. cleaning toilets. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. He's going to get out right in the midst of the coronavirus. Mm -mm -mm. In August? Yep. Oh, you don't think it's going to be around in August? Nope. They oh, already okay. said they done, They should have a cure soon. So why should we care now then? If they're working on it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, front page news. Next, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about Super Tuesday. All right, we'll talk about Super Tuesday when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Yes, indeed. My guy, Twin, which is Joel Santana's brother. And we on? have Kimbella. Welcome. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Kimbella, is this your first time? Don't play. No, she's been here before. Kimbella been here before. I was here in 11. That was a long time long ago. Time Nine ago. years ago. Nine years ago. And prior to that, lip service with you. Yes. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, lip service, if people don't know that history, Kimbella actually revealed that she was dating Joelle Santana for the first time yes. on lip service <laughs> in its first iteration. So Yeah, that was fun. And now here we are 20 years later. Isn't I don't know how crazy? long it is. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> 
It's crazy. So now we had Joelle's. Joelle's has an album out today. Yes, Free Santana. Mm -hmm. Please download it. It's nothing but fire. Um, I put, well, he put, he laid down the tracks and I put my blood, sweat, and tears behind it because he's not here, of course. He's serving his sentence. Um, he is due to be home this summer. Uh, so we have some music that we released for him. Mm -hmm. um, it was very important for us to do that because, um, as some people may not know, um, it has been difficult um, in the past for Duels to release his music. So now that we have the music, difficult. Why is it difficult? Uh, he just didn't want to release music. Yes, for he, like ten years. You know he was holding on to that. But why? I was like, oh, come on now, come on now. Enough's enough. Yeah, exactly. And so how old are these songs on the album? They're they're actually very current. They're not okay. old at all. Um, I could I would say maybe about a year old, but he was still you know. Um, creating music up until the day that he left. Mm -hmm. Like, literally in the basement where his studio is, uh, just creating music. Um, and uh, we were able to uh, keep the hard drives and, um, you know, just create. Right now, we have, like, three different projects on the table. This was our first one that we, we released. But why did, he, why did he hold on to music for so long before releasing anything? What, what was that method to the madness? He just, you know, is a perfectionist. And, I, I, you know, I would rather him be here to answer that question. Right. But being his wife, um, knowing him very well, and, of course, Twin, you can chime in at any time. Yeah. But uh, he, he just, you know, he knew his music was great, but he always, always said it has to be at the perfect time for, for me to release this music um, because he valued it so much. So at this point, you know, for me looking in, this is the perfect time. You're not here. People have been asking for your music for so long. Let's give them what they've been waiting for. And now, even more so, they miss you. So let's let's put this music on the streets. Let's do it. He's got a little Wayne verse. Is that an old verse or is that? He got about twenty that... songs with <laughs> no, Lil Wayne. Oh, no, I'm talking about on this. No, no, no. I'm talking about on this particular. Your time to twenty songs with Wayne. Got about. I'm talking about on this particular album. Okay, this. so on this mm -hmm. album, Free Santana, he has two songs. Um, one called Bloody Mary and the other one called Boiling Water. And uh, those aren't that old. Those are like a year or two old. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not mm -hmm. that old, actually. Mm -hmm. But they have the whole album, I, I Can't Feel My Face, right? We do have a I have a whole, like, 25 songs that we're about to go through and pick, and pick through. We already spoke to Wayne and him, Tez, everybody's on board, so we're going to put that out, like, within the next six months. Wow. So wow. that's another project. So that that's we're, another we're project. Hopefully on. he'll be home and here ready to, you know. When is he coming home? This summer. He will be home. We're waiting we don't have for no a date. date but... Waiting for a date, but the paperwork has been submitted, and um, I'm super excited to hear from him to hear about that date and just put it in my calendar and have an official day of, you know, all right. We hope in June, though. Yes. Oh, we hope in June. Yeah, I saw last week it was his one year anniversary. Yes. Of being what time did he get? Up. 27 months. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I also, uh, obviously, we got to talk love and hip hop. Oh. On the show, Jewels and, and you were very open about him having this battle with a drug addiction. Right. Right. So how difficult was that for you guys to be able to express that for the world to see? Well, not for nothing. Jewels, uh, you know, if we could just keep everything in the house, we would do that. But because he was dealing with this and um, he wanted to show the world basically what he had on, on the table, on his plate at the time, because not for nothing that had a lot to do with the reason why he wasn't releasing any of the music as well mm -hmm. um and he was battling that and him being incarcerated you know the first time was for what 30 days he had to go through withdrawals in jail and that right there kind of even me visiting him there he would tell me yo if i wasn't here right now i would be like you there would be a funeral mm -hmm. like there would be no no new music or me coming home or anything. It would be nothing. It would be me in the ground. And when he told me that, I knew he finally realized what was happening. Like, no, we, we can't do this anymore. You need to get clean. You need to come home, be with your family. And now we got to deal with the f***ing system. Right. Because now we have to deal with these court dates. We don't know if they're going to give you time or how much time. You know, it was we were dealing with all of that all at once. And so, of course, the show came into play during that time. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to be transparent. I'm going to let the people know what's really going on and why this is happening. And, 
you know, where I'm at in my life right now. Twin, were you aware that all this was happening with your brother? Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to sit up here and lie and say, and say I wasn't aware, but to, uh, it's really no defense for it. You know, we spoke. I'm, I'm going to tell him what's right. And as a man, he got to make sure, you know, he, he do what's important to him and, and, what's, and what's right for him. I think him being incarcerated and just the whole situation happening to him, almost losing his family, almost losing his wife, almost losing his, his life, I think that all brought everything into perspective. And, you know, it's a sad situation that he had to go through this, but everybody got to go through certain things in life too. Like you was brother, yeah. you was manager, you was mm-hmm. security, yeah. you damn near everything. Man. That's, that's, that's yeah. my heart. <laughs> everything. Now, you know, at one time, he was predicted to be the biggest artist in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Him and Wayne. I mean, him uh, and Wayne were right, right here. Yeah, but together he had Wayne and all over Jersey and bowling alleys, <laughs> you know. What happened? That that's what I always want to know what happened with you. What would you say cuz you were there? Right there. I mean, that's 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 kind of like a that's a tough question and that's a question I, I think I'm going to have to let I, I will have to let Els answer, but mm-hmm. just 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 being to kind of elaborate on, on on what Kim was saying. There was a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, he had a little situation with that, but then it was this business stuff that was going on too that you know, we just couldn't get right. You know, brothers argue, things was going on. Things wasn't being, you know what I mean? Signed Cam, off Cam on and what? Had issues that was slowing up the music. They did, but they all had issues though. It wasn't just Cam and Jules. It was mm-hmm. Cam, the the whole diplomat. So they had to kind of get back and patch that out. Patch that out. Yeah. All right, we have more with Kim Bella and Joel Santana's brother twin. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with. Kim Bella and Joel Santana's brother twin, Yee. So now you and Chrissy are really tight. How did that wait, happen? Wait, wait, wait. See, last time I seen you and Chrissy, y'all was fighting. Somebody's <laughs> yes. getting thrown over. Listen, dragged. listen, listen. See, what we're not gonna do is that. I just okay? wanna know how y'all got but cool. But that's the issue that I have right now is that fight happened, and I don't understand why we're still talking about it ten years later. Because they play if clips me, over and, 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 and over and over. And over. And I get over. it, but still, we don't. Kim have Bella, to I think you should slap the shit out of Envy. I think you should slap the shit out of you. Well, you know what? Part of it is also because you and and Yandy ended up arguing for that. I'm going to explain everything. And I'm going to answer everybody's question without y'all even asking the question. Okay? Let's go. So at the end of the day, what happened is, is me and Chrissy decided to sit down. Chrissy came to me. Listen, I want to talk to you. Let's sit down, have a conversation. She ended up apologizing. We put everything on the table. And we decided to move on as two grown women. That's dope. Okay? Now, fast forward... Um, I Yandy knows that that's what we decided to do. She decided to continue to be mad about that situation for I don't know why. Yandy has a problem but with the situation I, I, between you and somebody me, else. Me and somebody else, and mind you, we've already decided to move forward. So what is the issue? Why are you now still talking about this fight that was ten years ago that we decided to move forward from? Is Yandy mad at you or is she mad at? I don't Chrissy? know what the f- she's mad at. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's why I. Approach the situation. Why are you talking about this fight? What's the issue? My issue with you is this, this, and that. And then instead of her, you know what, Kim? Maybe you're right. Maybe I should be sensitive to the situation. If you decided to move forward, then so be it. I shouldn't have said what I said about the fight. That was my issue. Instead of her doing that, she decided to say, you know what? Well, since you call me a fake bitch, I decided that you deserve that. So once those words came out of her mouth, it was all bets off for me. Right. And that could never have been my sister or my friend if obviously you've been thinking about this this way for 10 years, however long it's been since that fight. I'm confused, you. Okay, so they got into a fight on the last episode. Well, not a... Are you watching the show? I thought I was, but you you just confused the hell out of me. You threw a drink on Yandy. Yandy said that you... Because Yandy said that you... prior to... You get mad at me for talking about the fights and you threw a drink on him? Prior to me throwing the drink at her... Let me open your water for you. Let me open your water for you, Kim. Prior to me... No, no, no. Prior to... Listen. I'll be over there before I throw that. No, prior to me throwing the drink, she said that I deserved it. Mm. That's the why the drink ended up mm-hmm. getting thrown at her. Because at that point, it's like, wait, there's no talking no more. What do, we, what do you mean I deserved it? Nobody deserves no shit like that. Period. Point blank. It don't matter. 
So I, not, not for nothing, I had to deal with that. That was embarrassing for me. I'm sure, and Chrissy told me it was embarrassing for her. So we're just trying to move forward mm-hmm. and pass it. But she wants to stay there, and we're not trying to stay there. So why is this still being brought up in conversations with Jonathan? Why, why, why are you so upset? And clearly, the real reason why she's upset is because I did tell her that me and Yendi are not friends. Mm-hmm. So that's really the reason why she's upset. Mm. So she's thinking that, oh, I've made this alliance with Christy and to try to get at her. And no, that would never be the fact. I do not care about anything but positivity in my life right now. I got four kids to take care of. I have a husband that's incarcerated. I need to get these projects out. So when he comes home, he's right on the road and he's back to it with no distractions. I don't give a about none of that drama. I'm good off Yandy. I'm dead off that situation. Like, I'm so far beyond and above that. Literally. And I'm sure you've answered this question a million times, but will you and Yandy ever, you think, resolve things? Or it's just too late now because y'all were, like, sisters previously, and you guys had a great... Yeah, we were last time together, Mm -hmm. right? Right, exactly. Yeah, so, no, I'm... I'm, I don't... Would you want to? I don't have any friends at this point. Me and Chrissy are cool. We, ha- we have respect for each other, and we've moved forward. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I don't... But you, you did know. throw a drink at her, though. Yeah, who? Yandy? Yeah. You threw a drink at Yandy? I sure did. That's... Mm-hmm. I mean, when, she when, lucky when, that's all she got. But when do we get to the, the, the age where we say, you know what, I'm not going to throw no, a drink at you? No, when do we get to the age where you move past the shit that I've decided to, you know, accept? If mm-hmm. I decided to move forward and accept a girl, somebody's apology, then that's what I've decided to yeah, do. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It was ago. very childish of her to now say that I deserved it. And she's older than me. So what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Do you think y'all would be talking about this if it wasn't for Love and Hip Hop, though? Because I'm sure they use that as a storyline. Well, line. if she didn't bring it up, mm-hmm. no, we wouldn't be talking about it. She brought it up. Right. Nobody else is talking about the fight but her. Why is she talking about that? Is this just twin is like okay? Twin is like look, I just came in. He's like, like, yo, (laughs) y'all already know. know I'm here for the music. Talking about that, you understand what I'm saying? Like, what what is your issue? Why Mm -hmm. why would you stoop so low to talk about some that was aired on TV, national television? I was embarrassed. Like, my, why are you talking about that? What are you gonna do when when y'all see each other now? Oh, it's whatever she wanna do. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Come on, guys. Y'all not... I'm just asking the question. Yeah, come on, Andy. Stop you, you it. You want pick today. You're mad catty. You know what? I think people at times have to take... <laughs> 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 you try. Wow. That was left Oh, okay. no. I'm not the influence that. Hit him in the face. The influence that I'm trying to bring is not throwing no <laughs> Drinks. Right. I'm trying to bring. I'm just saying, y'all both powerful. Y'all shouldn't be throwing drinks. Maybe just sit down and have a conversation. I, and we could have done that if she didn't take it as far as she did, which was her bringing up that fight again. Why are you talking about something that you was actually there for, mind you, and then mm-hmm. do a goddamn thing? So, I mean, do you think that there's things that you said that have hurt her feelings too, though? Yeah, but we got past that. We okay. talked about that, right? Mind you, she was in my wedding after that. That's right. So, and then to fast forward. After my wedding, she decides to go on a reunion and make it seem like I was talking about her motherhood. Then, behind the scenes, actually, really, this season, which they didn't air this um, episode, this scene, she ended up apologizing to me, saying, you know what? I was out of line. I know you would never talk about my motherhood like that, so I apologize. Mm -hmm. And we decided to move forward this season. Well, no, they're not going to air that. They deleted that scene. Right. You understand? Yeah, because I think sometimes it's people weighing in, too. Like, a lot of people weigh in. Obviously, y'all on a, a big television reality show. So people are weighing in as the episode's happening. And I'm sure that adds fuel to the fire at the same time. Well, for her, it does. Definitely. For me, I know what's real. And I know her. So she could never. Like, you understand? Like, it goes f- so far beyond these cameras and mm-hmm. what y'all really get to see. Like, not for nothing. Like, for real. Like, I'm trying to still keep my composure because, again, we were friends for a very long time, and, and I'm still loyal to this day. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. That's good, because it's true. Y'all have kids involved. You know each other's families. We know everything you take about that each in- other. All right. right. Don't do that. Okay? I'm very loyal <laughs> to this day. Drink thrown or not. All right? <laughs> all right. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like it's promise, not a motherfucking see? threat. I, and, again, we were friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of bitch to sit there and talk about nobody and what I know. At the end of the day, again, like I'm saying, I'm still loyal to this day. Okay. No matter if we're friends or not. Well, well thank you guys for joining us. 
It's Kim Bella. Are you going back next season? Um, if my husband wants to. Okay. He'll be home this summer, so, you know, we're going to try to make that happen. And off papers officially um, the end of the year, so December. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Kim Bella. It's Twin. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's Justin. All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The, the Breakfast Club. Well, if you've been watching any of the trailers of Real Housewives of Atlanta, you see that Nene and Greg Leakes will be having a storyline about open marriage. Well, Nene just recently came on lip service, and she talked about some inappropriate FaceTiming that her husband was doing. What happened is I opened a store in Maryland, and Greg and one of my other employees were helping hire. And um, I remember this girl. I said, she's a cute little girl. I mean, she's very much Greg. You know you know your dude type. Yes, yeah. you do. So we were working together, and I, and one day I was in the stock room with her, and I was helping her, showing her how to do certain things. And I had a gay guy who worked in the store with me. And him and her were friends, and then they fell out. We had an employee meeting, and she kind of snapped back at him. He said, listen, you wouldn't want to do that because you know I know your secret. Uh, and then uh, so she kind of was like, you don't know nothing, you know, say whatever you're going to say. And then he was like, well, how about you and Mr. Greg be FaceTiming and talking? To I no. said, That sounds inappropriate, FaceTiming my employee when we're married. All right, now she goes on to talk about him. Uh, she had to actually call Greg and see if this was true. So I called Greg. I said, Greg, I said, I have you on speaker. He was like, uh-huh. I said, so you've been talking to And he said, no, I ain't never talked to her. You got to be. I was like, okay, you have. Bye. <laughs> you too damn emotional. And then I said, okay, you weren't. And I hung up. And then her phone beeped. Oh, While we were sitting wow. there, she picked up the phone. I said, I got Let- it. Now, Page Six has gone in on the story and said they have all kinds of extra information saying that Nene has a boyfriend in Maryland and she's there not just because of the boutique, but also because of her side guy. In addition, they are alleging that Greg Leakes pursued uh, this woman to be his side piece, the woman who worked in the store, who was the store manager. He said he was looking for companionship, allegedly. And the source said they saw flirty text messages from Greg Leakes to the boutique store manager and he had made her all kinds of offers, I guess, to take care of uh, rent bills and things like that. So don't know how this is going to end up playing out, but this is what's going on on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm. And Nene Leakes has said that she doesn't think that a man cheating is necessarily a reason if Greg had an affair that she would necessarily walk away. She said uh, she probably would stay with him. She said, I do what I want anyway. So there you have it. Get ready for Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, another thing that recently happened is the baby. He, as you know, is uh, in trouble. And that's for hitting a woman in the face with his phone. Now, he says on his behalf that he was just reacting to a phone hitting him in the face and he swung on her and it went down like that. Well, now this woman, Tyronisha, is speaking out and she does not believe that the baby's apology is sincere. Here's what she said on TMZ. I woke up. My head was hurting really, really bad. And like the right, the top of my right cheekbone, it was like hurting, like it was tender. So I did go to the hospital and I was diagnosed with a contusion to my cheek. He still makes <laughs> a joke about it. Like yesterday he uploaded something on his page in a, a clothing store, making a joke about it. So I don't feel like, you know, he was sincere with the apology. I was embarrassed. What's her name? Tyronisha. Uh, Tyronisha. Hey, man, get all the money. My neck, my back, my neck, and my back. It He's hurts. Stupid. It He's all stupid. hurts. You know, people, people were mad at me because I said, I, I understand. If if the baby is walking through a crowd and somebody hits him over the head with a phone and he doesn't know where it's coming from, he doesn't know if another, if it's a punch, if somebody hit him with something, if they maybe they just missed. So the first reaction is to swing if somebody hits you. Well, you I, know you didn't get punched. You, can't you don't say know what happened. It, it he got hit with. He knows he didn't get punched though. But you, you don't know what happened if you're not punch. if you're not paying attention. It could be a punch with somebody missed and just briefly I hit you. I told y'all already. The baby is a person who had to kill a man in self defense. He had people run up in his house. He had to shoot up. Had to shoot out in his house. The man's got triggers. The man's got PTSD. But well, guess what? He still put his hands on the young woman, and the young woman should act like her head is hurting every day of well, her here's life. Well, here's, the baby's, a, here's the baby's apology that she does not think is sincere. I do sincerely apologize. I'm very sorry that there was a female on the other end of that flashlight. But, you know, keep in mind, I couldn't see you because you got the flash this close to me, which is okay. It's no problem. 
That's what I sign up for. That's the risk I take when coming to, you know, put on the show for my fans. But out of all them fans, and you know, how many people knew how to zoom in instead of popping me in my mother and what she doesn't appreciate is the joke that he uploaded, which is With Michael Blackson, Michael Blackson mm-hmm. and they're in the store, and here's what happens. Yo, they got a baby right there. What's up, big dog? Yo, yo, he just... I want a picture. It's cool, he just wanted a photo. He cool, baby, he cool, he cool, he cool. I want a picture of my... That's what you do when I want pictures, Bless up. I want a picture of your face, my... I wanted a photo of your face, man. Call the police. Please, the try to kill me. I'm telling you, man, the baby's on edge. The baby got a lot of PTSD because a lot of the things that he's been through. But even still, that's why you got to go to therapy because you're going to find yourself in more situations like this where it's going to cost you money. All right, it might land you some serious jail they time one to kill day. that man on numerous occasions. If you okay. come up to him and you hit him in the head with something and he doesn't know what it is, his first reason is to react. Here's Self-defense. Okay, and that's all good. And I, But I understand what she's saying, that he's joking about it. So now it's like, okay, it was an accident. If you're sorry, let it be. Go I'm sorry. I apologize. Money. She says she got contusions. Illusions, concussions, Corona. The baby, say corona, the baby man, gave me all kinds of stuff. Get the money. <laughs> all right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. <laughs> Stop laughing. I have no problem with her getting the money. Goodness gracious. Because these are situations you put yourself in, man, until you deal with the internal issues that you got going on with yourself. I wonder what the judge would say, because the judge see that the phone hit him in the head and he, he reacted. Because she actually hit him first, right? If you think about it. Um. Yes. So that she is self-defense. I didn't know it was a woman. If, I didn't know what it was. If I was the baby in his team, I'm cutting her a check just to avoid all that anyway, though. I'm not even going to court. You nah, I can't saying? do that. Give her 10 Because you do that, 20, then the next 000. person to say, okay, I, is that easy? That's what happened with all the other OGs. Fat, it happened to Fat Joe. Happened to 50. All of those guys that tell you stories about how people tried them all the time just because they the know they could get a bag. the man used to get sued all the time for jumping in the is. audience. When people know you got a, a, a hot head, they know you got some anger issues, they're going to try you. And it's a quick little, it's like going to an ATM machine. That's it. All right. And when you hit that button, you put your number in, that money come out and go, yeah, yeah. And you get that cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. That's it. Let's go. Your ass, man. <laughs> we giving that donkey to I swear big. that's what I would say if the baby hit me. Let's go. And think about with Kevin Gates where, where the woman grabbed him and then he kicked her. He ended up going to jail. That's totally different. That was different. That was totally but different. But she touched him first, right? Yeah, that he was could, totally he could see that was a woman. Yeah. That was intentional. That was totally different. All right. Yeah. We're giving a donkey to uh, Harvard University. They need to come in the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey, other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit me with the heat. Yes, yeah, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, donkey of the day for Wednesday, March 11th, goes to Harvard University. Now, coronavirus has the world panicking. Uh, I don't know if the fear is warranted, but I guess it's better to be safe than sorry. Uh, every corporate company, every institution seems to be taking precautions, except for iHeartRadio. Um, <laughs> the only thing iHeartRadio, <laughs> the only thing iHeartRadio has done in regards to the coronavirus is put up directions on how to properly wash your hands in the bathroom. And when you read the instructions to wash your hands in the bathroom at iHeartRadio, it's not even directions. It's the lyrics to Eminem's Lose Yourself. Round of applause to iHeartRadio. Okay. Uh, the fact that they used Eminem Lose Yourself lets me know that a 40-plus-year-old white man created those hand-washing directions. But that's a story for another day. Uh, back to Harvard University. Uh, due to that harlot named Rona, Harvard is telling students to move out of their dorms by this Sunday at 5 p.m. I repeat, Harvard University wants all students out of their dorms by this Sunday at 5 p.m. Let's go to WBZ-CBS 4 for the report, please. Harvard students were told that they need to be off of campus by Sunday. Along with students at MIT and Amherst College, Harvard students will now be taking all of their classes online. It's a step that schools are taking all over the country to protect students and faculty from coronavirus. This is not what many students wanted to hear. Right now it's a scramble. I've been talking with my parents and we're trying to figure out what to do with flights and how to store all of our stuff. They're giving us five days to pack up for good. I know my roommate has to go back out of the country. I'm assuming some people from Italy need to figure out what to do. Is it an overreach by the school, do you think? Or oh, excessively, yeah. I mean, it's going to cost a lot, a lot of money, and I think a lot of people are going to have trouble finishing their classes at home. And besides the logistical nightmare, midterm exams are this week. Now, obviously, this will last throughout the spring semester, which raises a question about commencement exercises for the seniors. So far, Harvard hasn't said what they plan to do about commencement. 
This is so whack. What about the students who can't afford to go home and have nowhere to go for the rest of the semester? I was looking at uh, people's tweets on Shade Room. Drop on the clues bars for the Shade Room. And I, I was looking at kids who go to the school, especially the black students. A brother named Hakeem said uh, Harvard just gave students five days to pack all of their things, move out, and go home. Many can't go home because of cost and travel restrictions, and they provided no guidance and we're expected to go to class for the rest of this week. Uh, at Layla Takir says, Harvard wants its entire student body out of campus by March 15th. There are international students, homeless students, poor students, students who can't go home for a number of reasons. Time and again, this campus shows that they only care about white, wealthy students. I have my own questions, okay? What about the people who pay for room and board? Do they get some of their money back? Shouldn't it be a discount on housing? Okay, let me read one more tweet from Shade Room because this is a good one. This is a great one, actually. Uh, Amy Vanderpool, a.k.a. at Girls Really Rule, said, Growing concerns about the kids who can't afford to just pick up and return home. Harvard has a $40 billion endowment that will sustain the school until the end of time. Can't the school provide the travel funds for those who, can, who uh, can't provide financial need? Uh, or for those who can't provide financial need? Uh, I guess, oh, those who need financial need now that right there amy that right there is the million dollar question okay see at a time like this people uh institutions companies they show their true character i know it's no permanent friends and enemies when it comes to business but some things have to be deeper than business right it has to be about people okay this is harvard isn't part of harvard's creed that harvard will see it through well harvard needs to see its students through this crisis if you sit on a 40 billion dollar endowment the least you can do is pay for some of these international students to fly back home the least you can do is provide people who have no place to go some room and board until they do how about the kids who have nowhere to go just let the students stay in there in their housing and bring in people to properly sanitize the place give people purell and clorox disinfectant wipes don't just hit them with the hey you ain't gotta go home just get the hell up out of here envy's done did, did that a million times in his dj career they hitting the Frankie Beverly before I let go. Either that or you play something real aggressive to start a fight just yep. to get everybody out of the Been there club. before, too. Listen, listen, not to mention these kids got midterms. How are these kids supposed to properly study for midterms when they have to worry about where to stay? When the hell did Harvard turn into the ghetto? Okay? A lot of those kids went to Harvard to avoid problems just like that. It's almost virtually impossible to concentrate on what you need to do, which is study for your midterms when you are worried about where you're going to lay your head at night. Okay? Harvard University President Larry Bacow, uh, or Baco, uh, you and that university should be ashamed of yourself. Okay, all that money that school making, take care of those damn kids. All right, you really need to make this right. Times like this, you have to remember, leaders don't have light shoulders, okay? There are always heavy burdens to bear. That's why, you know, leaders are supposed to be strong. And this isn't a time to lighten the load. This is a time to carry the load, Larry, back out, okay? Please give Harvard University the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. You are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, ooh, you are the donkey of the day. Yee-haw. All right. Well, mm -hmm. thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Up next, ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What, 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 what you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now it's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Sarah. Hey, Sarah. What's your question for Ye? I wanted to know, should I, should I not leave my husband? He wants to go on an open road and explore. We've been together for almost 10 years, and we have three kids, small kids. We just had one in December. And he wants to go out on an open road and say, hey, I want to try something new. Now, he's went to school, and he went to college and graduated and in his career field, but he waits until we just buy a whole house and just had a baby decide he wants to go on the road. So go on the road and explore, as in leave you at home with the kids and do right. whatever he wants to do. Yeah. He said something about driving trucks, but he hasn't really taken the steps to do that yet. All right. Is he trying to go on the road, not make any money and explore, or is he trying to become a truck driver? 
No, he wants to do a truck driver position, but okay. he has a mate. Sarah, that was misleading. You made it seem like he was just trying to go off into the world and eat, pray, love. But what he wants to do is get a job as a truck driver. Right. Okay, you just made you just totally misrepresented that. So yes. why don't you want him to be a truck driver? That's a valid job. Well, it is a valid job, but I don't think it's the perfect time after we just made, like, you know, bigger life decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something that I think we should have planned prior to. And when we got pregnant, that's something that we planned. Right. So, you know, I think that it would have been better. I think that if, I feel like at this point, if he wants to make that decision, which is fine, but I don't think it's a a, a great decision for our family. I get that. Now, that's a different scenario because at first, the way you presented it, he was just leaving you. Now, this is different. So you just don't want him to be a truck driver. Now, you know, as a truck driver, there's shortest stints that he can make, right? There's runs he can make that doesn't have to be a week on the road. It could be a day or two at a time. Yeah, but he wants to be on the open road. Well, maybe what you guys need to do is actually come to a compromise about it. You know, maybe there's a certain amount of days at a time that you're okay with him going. Or maybe as the kids get older, you can say, okay, when, you know, we've gotten adjusted to having this new baby and we just got this house. But I do think relationships about compromises, this is something that he wants to pursue as a career. I don't think you should discourage him from that because he is making money to take care of his family. But I understand you needing him there at this time. So figure out a compromise on, okay, I don't want you going away for two, three weeks at a time. But if it's two days at a time, I can handle that. Right. Okay. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, Wendy Williams is speaking out about Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, and here's what she had to say. You should have never married him because because now you've ruined everything about what your brand could be. Again, you're never going to stand a chance when you're with a man who pulls a knife at rape point. And you're never going to stay a, ch- a molester, a, a, sec- a registered sex offender who wasn't even... Re- you're never going to stand a chance with John Q. Public because there's only one thing worse than touching children and pulling knives, and that's murder. Uh, by the way, he did go to jail for manslaughter. Oh, I think I just did the story. Nope, uh, nope, nope. Get to digging. There's more warning. Everybody get to digging. I mean, Wendy last name should be Petty. Does, does she know that we can see her? Like, the nerve of Wendy to tell someone who they should marry. Like, we just saw you, your whole terrible situation play out over the past year. Like, And we wanted to have sympathy Jesus for her Christ. and empathy and everything. And... Listen, we don't know what Nicki Minaj is going through with her husband. I feel really bad. What, that you had sympathy and empathy for Wendy? No, for, for, for oh. DJ Booth, who actually DJs on the Wendy show. And that's what DJs I asked you. Nicki I was Minaj. like, how yeah. does he feel about that, all this? That's how I was. Jeez. DJ Booth, you need to speak up, baby boy. All Why right. would they tell him to pick a side? Pick a side. If I was Nicki, I'd cut Booth off. <laughs> Yo, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> stop it, Booth's our guy. I know, I was about to talk to Booth yesterday. Do I want to clue bomb with DJ Booth? <laughs> but Booth no. stressed out right now. But no, if I was Nicki, I'd tell Booth, you got to go. You got to pick a side. Pick a side. Now, Nick is like that, too. Pick a side. Nicki pick Man- a side, Booth. Nicki Minaj had responded to everybody weighing in on her husband's past. And she said he was 15, she was 16 in a relationship, but go off, Internet. Y'all can't run my life. Y'all can't even run y'all own life. Thank you, boo. So that was her response when people were commenting on that. Now he, It do seem crazy to see Wendy talking about somebody else's marriage. That's a little yeah, wild, B. Absolutely. Like, come on, y'all. Stop it, Wendy. Like, you, you do just had a whole other baby out there. Now, come Wendy on. also weighed in on Judge Faith Jenkins' marriage and also Faith Jenkins taking over uh, for the court show. But Judge says she's leaving the show after being there for 13 years. Leaving the show. Maybe she was fired, I don't know. But we have another friend to our show too. Judge Faith Jenkins will be taking over. The best part of the story, congratulations on your wedding over the weekend. She married who? Kenny Lattimore. (laughs) Judge Faith, I have a secret to tell you, but I can't. 
So that's for a divorce oh, court. That, uh, yes, Judge Faith Jenkins is taking over. <sighs> I was saying to myself the other day, Faith Jenkins is having an amazing time right now. She just mm-hmm. got a uh, divorce court. She just got married. Everything is lining up, but I don't know what Wendy has to say. Wendy, hurt people, hurt people. Wendy Williams, do you hear me? Hurt people, hurt people. I know your marriage didn't work out, but don't go throwing that bitterness on everybody else's marriage now. That looks a little crazy. All right, now Meek Mill is saying that he keeps on getting racially profiled on his private jets. We told you the other day that he was stopped and the flight was searched. Well, now this happened again. You can tell how he acting. He acting like we got loaded drugs and then called the people on us again. It's crazy. Yeah, so. What did you get stopped at this time? They keep on searching his uh, flight. I don't know where that was. Yeah, the first time he was... In Miami. In Miami, stopping just to get some fuel and some finger licking. That's right. And that's why I want to know where he stopped at this time, because I want to know he went to eat. Me got good taste in food, man. <laughs> finger licking? Yes, he, he does. does, man. Drop on the clues bottle with finger licking, goddammit. I thought they were going to open a finger licking in New York. Didn't they say that one time? They opened one in Chicago. Yeah, E-Class is expanding. I need one in New York. I'm trying to open one in South Carolina. I'll at me class. We class, no, we talk. Or Jersey. My God. I'd love to do it. All right, now, Terrence Howard. i down on that, too. <laughs> has filed a lawsuit against Fox over missing Empire funds. So what he is saying is for the remaining episodes that he starred in, uh, he hasn't been paid. His company hasn't been paid for those, so that is a breach of contract. And he does feel like he did help power that show to its popular status alongside Taraji P. Henson. Now, the network said they're unsure who is to receive the payment. That is the reason why... According to Rolling Stone, Fox hasn't paid because they don't know who exactly to pay, Terrence Howard or his ex-wife, Michelle Gent. So that's what the issue, according to Fox, is. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. And again, uh, shout out to everybody that's been getting tickets to the car show. I just announced that I'm bringing the car show, my celebrity car show, to Atlanta July 18th. I think there's like 10 early bird special tickets left. So that means it's close to 1,000 tickets already. Thank you, guys. Uh, tickets are only $20 right now. Already? So get your tickets, yeah. And you just announced it how long ago? Uh, less than an hour ago. Man, get all the money, man. God Stop damn it. it. Drop on the clues bombs. And we're going to do a real estate seminar in the middle of the car show, too. God damn it. Get all the money. I'm in. not, but there are going to be some vendors there that will talk to people about real estate that you can talk Why to for not? free. That'll help you with your mortgages, your refinances, your credit, and all that. You should do. You should have like uh, RV campers out there. So then you mix in the best of both worlds. It's like houses on wheels. You don't think so? Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you stupid, man. Just click the link about buying for more tickets. I'm definitely thinking about it. I'm definitely thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the mix is up next. Is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, it's Women's History Month. Who are we repping today, Yee? Yeah, today we're talking about Wilma Rudolph. Now, if you don't know who Wilma Rudolph is, she is a track star. In 1960, she was the first American woman to win three gold medals at a single Olympics game, and she was also a civil rights champion. She was also inducted into the U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame. But even more extraordinary, she was stricken with polio as a child, and they didn't think she would ever be able to walk without a brace. So imagine going from that to being the fastest woman in the world. Here is Wilma Rudolph talking about overcoming her struggles. Who won the world, girls? It's Women's History Month, and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman. I grew up a lot different from most kids. I, uh, the beginning for me was scarlet fever, um, uh, pneumonia, and the end result was polio, and I wore braces until I was nine years old. My coach, Ed Temple, at Tennessee State that I had been with since I was 13 years old, was named the United States coach for the women's track and field team. So, of course, we rejoiced. And he would always stay with me until the very moment that I had to go through the tunnel to get into the stadium. I think every sprinter that goes to that starting line, that moment is afraid of losing. That is always there. But the fear that is in the pit of the stomach, it is more of a nervous reaction than anything else. If it is not there for me, that is a day that I might as well not run because there's no adrenaline. When it's there, I know that I'm on target that I'm listening for that sound. The farther I ran, the faster I became. And I could always accelerate in the end. And that was the key to the successes of Wilma Rudolph. Never the start.
That was another phenomenal woman in history. That is definitely inspiring. Mm-hmm, absolutely. All right, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You know I ain't come to play this TV. I'm snapping off the rip. Yo, say I'm a favorite. Ha. You probably don't want to let your baby mama take a picture. Why? Because I'm the type of baby that's going to f*** the babysitter. I just did a show and put up laughing on the hate news. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Kimbella and Twin, which is Joel Santana's brother, for joining us this morning. Yes, Free Santana, that album is out now, so they were here promoting that. But, you know, Kimbella's been having a lot of drama on Love and Hip Hop New York. Yeah, so shout to them for stopping through, and shout to Joel's definitely pick up his album. And, and make sure you go check out that uh, new Soldier Boy interview on The Breakfast Club. Soldier Boy pulled up to The Breakfast Club last mm-hmm. week. It's his first interview he's done since he's gotten out of jail. Um, and... I mean, he really didn't have a lot to talk about, but he could t- you could tell that he's a, uh, a, a new, improved version right. of himself. And he's That's on the right. Millennial Tour. That's right. He's on the Millennium Tour. He's killing it, too. He's been posting videos on his uh, Instagram, so shout out to him. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that uh, purchased tickets to my car show in Atlanta. You know, I started this car show two years ago. Uh, not too many people believe. I put my own money behind it and uh, invested in myself, and it's doing great. So I just want to say thank you, guys. It's July 18th. At the Georgia World Congress Center. Um, and celebrity cars, exotic cars, old school cars, uh, unreleased cars. It's fun for the whole family. We're going to have jumpies, face painting for the kids. We're going to have hair braiding and facials. Uh, so come on out because we would love to see you guys again. It's July 18th. Uh, tickets are $20 right now. Uh, I think the, the first 1,000 tickets are $20. Then it goes up a little bit after that. But July 18th is the date. And thank you guys for repping with me. I really, really appreciate it. All right. Now, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. You got a positive note? Listen, man, I want to talk about, uh, you know, giving up. Uh, salute to a brother I met yesterday in, in a restaurant in Jersey, man. His name was Craig. Um, What's up, Craig? Yeah, what up, Craig? It's, it's, just, it's just crazy how the universe works sometimes. You never know when you run into people and why you run into them. Um, but, yeah, salute to Craig. And salute to my man, Pastor Carl Lynch, too, for, for, for giving Craig a great word. But I just want to say, man, most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed to be no hope at all. For everybody out there that's thinking about giving up, whether it's on their their jobs, their their lives, whatever it is, just know their dreams, most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed to be no hope at all. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 